were just two regular dudes from a state far away. I wouldn't want to live in. They DJ and lift weights. They think they are so great, but no one cared about their opinions. So they start a podcast, I-O-L-T-O-S. I only like their old stuff. That's what they'd say. Whether they hate or hype, they're almost never What is up? This is, uh, I want to like their old stuff. Episode 186. This is the podcast where we answer the question, what's the hype? I did that backwards. Uh, I'm J-Ho, and with me is Grieve. Uh-huh. <laughs> you did it good that time. You didn't do it too loud to where it cut your microphone out. It's episode 186. Grieve, you got anything to say about that? Honestly, I thought, I, for some reason, I thought this was going to be episode 185. Not 185 was last week. Yeah, I I missed 185. Okay. 186 <laughs> is the code for murder. I thought that was 187. Oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> what is you 186? You ain't got no bodies. You ain't got no bodies. <laughs> I look what 186 is. It's probably like minor disturbance. It's like not cleaning up your dog poop. Yeah. Let's see here. I know there's not a 186. There's a 187, and that is murder. Yeah, 187 on a motherfucking cop. 186 on a motherfucking cop. <laughs> <laughs> it's a mining. It's a minor minor traffic violation. That's what it's. <laughs> it's a non-moving yeah. violation. <laughs> yeah. They don't want anything as 186 because they don't want to get mistaken. <laughs> yeah, true. We brought him in on a 186. What? Beat that motherfucker up. No, no, no. Oh. It's illegal parking. <laughs> yeah, he didn't kill anybody. It's parking tickets. He's, he's got too many parking tickets. How um, many is too many? Too many parking tickets? Yeah. I don't know. I think it's just a matter of we don't pay yesterday. them. I parked right in front of a fire hydrant yesterday because there was literally no parking. Yeah. And I walked into this... Uh, I walked into this place, pick up this package, and as I was walking out, the meter maid was standing right by my car, writing the ticket, and I was like, come on, give me a break. And they were like, well, you know you can't park here, right? I was like, I know I'm leaving. I was like, you know, just a couple minutes. Like, all right, get on out of here. Oh, they would never do that here. They'd give you another ticket for complaining about it. I wasn't rude about it. I was like, accepted my fate. I was like, hey, I understand what I've done. And I didn't ask to not get a ticket. They just like they were like, "You know, you can't park here, right?" I was like, "Yeah, I just I thought just this one time." Yeah, and the, the meter person was like, "I don't want to write anything else today, so yeah. fuck off. <laughs> this is one less ticket I got to write." Hey, you got any housekeeping? Well, I'm a little concerned about Trey because uh, I didn't see him yesterday at the at the Magic. Oh, he no. wasn't at Friday Night Magic, oh, yeah. so I'm wondering if like. 
maybe we maybe we've ruined him and he's you know he's upset he's upset because i was gonna get his i wanted to get his instagram because we were gonna try to add him to the instagram group you you'd specifically I, asked for me to find it i and do so, feel like yeah. after all the messages that i received about how hard in the paint i went on trey yeah, you did uh, hard I began on. to think that maybe it was maybe it was a little too much. But the truth of the matter is, you know, if you don't have thick skin, then like, do you really belong listening to this like one eight six podcast? Yeah, don't start nothing, won't be nothing. That's right. <laughs> Not give you bucked, right? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, well, I mean, hopefully he's okay. You know, I mean. You act like you guys are best friends, but you, ain't even, you don't even know his name. I don't. I know his name's Trey. I should yeah. know his last name because they put his name on the monitor, but I don't know what. I can't remember what it is. But he's under. I think he's. I think he's under an alias on Facebook. See, here's the thing. Here's my theory: is he didn't show up to Magic not because I said "fuck you, Trey" without even knowing this poor child, but yeah. because of the beatdown you put him on ma- in Magic. It's <laughs> a child. He's, he's probably my age. Well, you know, <laughs> yes. it's his child of God, yeah, or the devil. <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> oh my God. Um, yeah, I mean, he might be a little upset that I beat him so bad. So maybe he just didn't want to show up. He didn't want to get beat again. Yeah. Well, good luck, Trey, in your future endeavors of going to some other place to play a different card game from now on. What if I never see him again? I mean, maybe he died. Well, that's what you get for being a fan. Maybe he died. Yeah. <laughs> Yuck. <laughs> Yuck. <laughs> I, dude, I was driving today, and it was rainy. <laughs> it's just a rainy, it's just an overcast rainy day, and I thought to myself, yuck. Yuck. It's <laughs> <laughs> so true. Yuck. It is yuck here today. It is yuck here. It is a few, like, like hurricane thunderstorms here. Just crazy today. Yo, there's a, there was a bomb cyclone in Knoxville, Tennessee. Six to eight inches of snow. Oh shit! Yeah, I heard. I Get think I think my... Alabama got snow today. Is Alabama real? I've been there before. Someone has told me I've been there before, but I don't. You know, yeah. I can't really prove it. There were signs that said <laughs> Alabama, but they could be made. That could be part of the plan. <laughs> Them motherfuckers didn't know it said Alabama down there. I thought I had been to like shitty states before, and then I went to Alabama. I was like, "Oh, this is what a shitty state's really like." And then they were like, "Wait till you go to Mississippi." (laughs) I would be upset. I would be worried about upsetting our listeners in Alabama, but they don't have technology to listen to this shit. So (laughs) I ain't worried about upsetting anybody down there. Fuck them all. (laughs) And this has been regionalism chat. Oh man, they well if they they've certainly turned off the podcast for all of our our uh, Chris Rock our uh, Kid Rock hate by now. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jake likes Kid Rock. <laughs> <laughs> he does. That's the joke. That's one of the jokes um, that we uh, have. Yeah. What uh, you got? Any housekeeping? Well, yeah, I mean- Growing up in Tennessee, we used to always say, "Well, at least there's Mississippi." <laughs> that was like a thing. Yeah. Um. I. You know, we got a new. We picked up a new listener last week. My boy Dave. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dave Lindstrom. Shout outs, Dave. He did listen. 
he did text me with some criticisms and uh you know not criticism in in the like in the most like normal way of saying he wasn't just talking trash you know he was saying like oh i like this i didn't i don't i'm trying to pull up and see what wait he had problems with our podcast he didn't like certain things about it would you keep that part to yourself just tell us what you like no he texted he so he listened like two episodes ago and one of the i don't know he said samoas are trash oh he said wtf is a wordle and then he said, uh, um, oh, this was after the Super Bowl. He said, I enjoyed it. You guys played out the Super Bowl, kind of lost steam. <laughs> I'll be listening to others. <laughs> oh, but he said, he said, you're really funny. And he said, you've got okay. a great voice for radio. He said that about me? Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. He might be super fan exactly. status. <laughs> Number one fan this week is your hey, boy, Dave. Shout out, Dave. Yeah, yeah. he went and listened to... I know he's listened to two episodes. You know. Wow. Well, number one fan, that's all it takes is saying something nice about that's me. That's all it takes. I really all, apparently, all it takes is just contacting us. Just like reaching out to us. <laughs> Giving us any attention at all, positive or negative, might unless you're result. Unless you're Josh <laughs> or Mikey. Yeah, Grizzles <laughs> or Mikey. Uh, man, they've fallen off so much we don't even mention them anymore. I guess we no. talked about Grizzles last week. It's bad. Hey, chance. stick around and you'll be saying rad in no time. <laughs> That's right. Uh, speaking of Grizzles and his lo- new love for Batchans, he could buy some Batchans from Batchans.com with the discount code CX-DAM-10. 10% off your order at Batchans.com. Batchans is delicious Japanese barbecue sauce. You can also find it at Whole Foods. Can I just say that was... I'm impressed and mortified why at the segue that you just you like you that was professional that was like a real ad read well i'm trying to get better at this you know so i've got the i got the radio voice i gotta get uh, better at it too (laughs) uh no you don't it just makes me look better if you stay where you are and i get better (laughs) oh shit you're fucking right I'll just stay over here on the couch, man. Yeah, do it. It's a party over here. It's, it's a party. It's comfortable. You can lay out. I got to sit up straight in my chair and stuff. You got to sit up straight. Yeah. You got them index cards. You got to yeah. slap them cards down on the desk. Got my Prince coffee mug. Yeah, mm. Joey's held up his Prince coffee mug to the camera about four times since we've been <laughs> on. Just showing off. Just to show off. Just it's, it's a great coffee it. mug. Yeah, Jackie got it for it's me for great. our birthday one year or for Christmas one year. That's great. I was sitting here. I got yeah. my notes on my phone right here by my. I was trying to take a picture of. I couldn't find my phone. <laughs> anyway. It's behind your ear the whole time. Um. All right. Well, you ready to get into this? Yeah, I got my notes for this week I'm, instead of last week. We are doing OC talk at the end this week, so if you're ready to shut it off when we get there, get ready. Um. Well, what's the hype? Well, my hype is mostly like a question for you. I was thinking about my hype, and I've oh. got something that is hype for me, but it's kind of. But I'm more curious. I want <laughs> you to give me your top three candies. Candies like candy bar, or is it more specific not, than that? I'm not gonna. I don't want to. I'm not gonna. Sp- 
specify. I just sweet treat novelty sweet treat. Okay, um, that's a wide. I feel like I would get this. I could get this wrong. Okay, so I really like uh, uh number one is a Reese's cup. Uh-huh. I've always loved a Reese's cup. Uh, that's probably the most popular answer in America for this question. Do you think? I bet. Uh, number two is a car, uh, a candy uh, called a Bueno from the UK. Forget, I think it's Kinder makes it. It's a Bueno. Huh. It's a I've my travels in uh, years ago in the UK. I would always get them out of the vending machines, and then they you can find them here at stores like uh, World Market and uh, I think CVS has them sometimes. But it's a it's a hazelnut. It's like a it's like a, a it's like a crunchy hazelnut bar thing. So that would be my number two. And then number three, man, that's a good, this is a good question. I don't want to get this wrong. Number three, I like licorice, black licorice. Gonna go with the non-traditional answer. Love black licorice. Yeah, that's not just non-traditional. That feels antagonistic. <clears throat> no, it's, it's it's probably true. I love I love good black licorice. I love it even more than the other people don't like it because that's more for me to eat. What about you? What's your three? Well, I, my number one, I'm just gonna come down on it as frozen Reese's pieces. Yeah, that's I can get behind that. And that's what my hype is. I've been I've been eating some frozen Reese's pieces, and I'm just like, I don't buy candy. I don't eat candy. I yeah. don't usually keep candy in the house, buddy. Reese's pieces yeah. are just you know the proof of a loving God, if you ask me. I I, I think my number two would be mounds. I like um, a mounds. Mm-hmm. I wish they I, they probably have done this as a novelty at some point in time. I wish they would make the almond joy with the dark chocolate. Oh. Because I like the crunch of the almond, but I like the dark chocolate. Yeah, I'm always, if I'm in the mood for a mounds, then I'm not in the mood for the almond. Yeah. I just want that coconut, and I want it, like, stuck in my teeth and, like, picking yeah. it out. I love that. That's a good and one. I think my number three is uh, Skittles. Skittles are good. I tend to not like the fruity uh, candies as much. Um, I like jelly beans. I like Starburst, but sure. I, it's not going to say those are my favorite. Yeah, those are all kind of a, of a, of a class, and and there are people who ride for that. I don't ride for that, but um, I'm kind of yeah, weird though. I, I like I like candies that people don't like, like those uh those orange black and black wrapped peanut butter chew things that you get at Halloween sometimes that people make no, fun I of. Even... I like those. <laughs> I like a bit of honey, which is like a chewy. Candy yeah. thing with a B on it that, that people That's don't really like that. In Mississippi. Yeah, they're probably just now getting those in Mississippi. Hey, um, cowtails are good. Yeah, yeah, cowtails good. Yeah, that's a non-traditional. I think a lot of people wouldn't choose that as their favorite or anything. If it was just candy bars, I'd have a different. That's a Halloween. If it was just candy bars, I'd have a different number three. But I do really ride hard for uh, and, for black licorice. I do love it. I know a lot of people see, don't like for, it, but for me. I, when I think about candy, I don't think candy bars, and I include Reese's yeah. Cups in the candy bar category. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, if it's just candies, that's a whole, that's almost a different food group. But, um, yeah, because a Reese's Cup would be considered a candy bar. 
but it's just I was just yeah. always gonna say that's my favorite thing out of the the candies, grapes. Um, I like those. Uh, I like those caramel chew things with the white center in them. That's kind of like cowtailish, I guess. Those yeah, I like those. Yeah, all that. All like It's funny because I like picking raspberry seeds and blackberry seeds out of my teeth. I like picking coconut out of my teeth. I <laughs> yeah. cannot stand. Uh, where I draw the line is any kind of candy that's going to stick to my teeth. Like Skittles are just barely make the cut, but like mm-hmm. I don't do much of any. I'll do hard candy like runts. Yeah. But I, will, I don't like Starburst. I don't like Laffy Taffy. I don't like any of that kind of stuff. And caramel is included in that. Caramel yeah. is very finicky. Caramel's very probably finicky. the worst offender of that sticky to your teeth thing because it actually coats the teeth. I'm not a big fan of that no. part of it, but I, I'm I'm not I'm not opposed to that. Um, you know. What's your hype? My hype is uh we last episode our fridge was dying, which is a horrible experience. Uh, we got my landlord got us a f- new fridge real quick. Uh, the guy came over. I knew when she she's like, I'm sending a repair guy. I was like, well, that guy's gonna look at that fridge and be like, yeah, that fridge is fucked up because fridges like new fridges these days you just can't fix a fridge. They just die. I think you know it's always gonna be worth more to just get a new one. So the guy came over and was like, oh, yep, the back of this thing's burnt up. So apparently the fridge caught on fire. We didn't know it. Yeah. We've had this weird chemical smell in our house, and it's because that the whole like control board burn up in the damn thing. Um, so my landlord got us a new fridge, so we got we're rocking a new fridge, and it's I mean it's not yeah. fancy or anything, but it's damn it sucks not having a fridge. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, you just you don't realize how much you rely on the fridge, and it's just like, jeez. So we saved most of our food. We got it. We borrowed some coolers and put everything on ice. And uh, kept a lot of it frozen. And, uh, yeah, it was crisis averted. So We had just gotten all that meat, you know, that extra meat that we had gotten. <laughs> I was just, just like, about to ask about them like, beef tips. I was, like, These, I was like, this is the universe seeing that I have beef tips. And it's like, nope, you can't have beef tips. We're going to ruin it. Fuck his refrigerator up. His beef tips. <laughs> yeah. My hype still beef tips. Fuck the fridge. <laughs> Now we got the fridge going, and uh, yeah, sad that's my hype, but it's uh, something that I was pretty excited about because it sucked not having the fridge. Um, well, you know, as I was thinking about my notes for today, I was like, they're not the hype. I was like, my body hurts. Yeah, like my oh, getting old, you know. And then I was like, I'm that's ridiculous. That's lame. Nobody wants to listen to a podcast about that. Not that they want to listen to this one in the first place. And I was like, the weather's bad. <laughs> I was like, goodness <laughs> yeah, gracious. Worse. <laughs> <laughs> so is that you're not the hype? Is the fact uh, that is the fact the that you came up with those things this year not the hype? The not the hype? Yeah, my, yeah, yeah, right. My not the hype <laughs> is that I um, I'm just like I'm boring. No, I, I got a new Xbox. Oh, you I'm, got the new Xbox. I got the new Xbox, yeah. but the, not the hype is the setup process, because I know damn well, like, I just got it in the mail. Yeah. I was going to set it up today after we got done recording. Mm-hmm. But I knew that, like, as soon as I got it, I was going to want to play it. But yeah. I'm not going to get to play it, because I'm sure it's going to download five. Oh, it's going to be about a week you know before saying? that thing finishes uploading. Yes. I'm going to tell you that right now. I got one, you know, last year, and... uh 
Oh. Yeah, you need to. I did. I got one before you, just to let you know. Yeah, a long um, time. Yeah, Apparently. and uh, Yours yeah. already bust. You probably need to get a new one already. It's not done updating yet, so I haven't had a chance to use it. But um, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. What what um did you get the, the hype? Did you get the big brick one or did you get the little the smaller white one? Man, I ain't even take it out of the box yet. I don't even fucking know. Did you get I mean you, you, there's one of them's like oh, a lot more high performance than the other. Well, this one's it's got a terabyte. <laughs> Is that the big one? I think so, yeah. It's it's the 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 bigger one is substantially bigger than the other one and it's black. See, I can't believe this is. What, what are you doing? Is, this is. I'm walking. Over He's here walking to, to the package it. instead of just going to the package, and that's good though. Keep you on there. It's oh, it's the big. TV. Yeah, it's a big. It's the big black one. Yeah, that's the one I have. Okay. But it's well, like maybe maybe we'll get to play together in 2024 when both of our Xboxes stop <laughs> updating. Finish updating. <laughs> yeah, then they'll have a new update though by that time, so it'll be got new updates. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we downloaded it. It's, it's sorry, you're. I remember. It's out like, of date. Let me just say this about the about the old Xbox. I remember thinking it had like sixty four gigs or something. Yeah. And I remember thinking, man, that's so much. I'll never need more space. <laughs> yeah. That was a lie. Yeah. Well, now you got to download the whole fucking game and stuff. So it's like a whole different story. I still got my three sixty. I hadn't fired it up yeah. in a while. I don't know if it still works or not, but. I've still got my original Xbox, the OG. Yeah, it's in a it's in a Tupperware container in my house somewhere. The with that big ass controller. Yeah, with the big. I don't actually. I got mine later in the cycle, so I didn't get. They call that that controller the Duke, and I did not get the Duke. I got the redesigned smaller ones. How um, on earth Sony thought for a moment? nine-year-old child was going to be able to hold that controller <laughs> microsoft yeah yeah the original xbox controller before they redesigned it was just you had to have like lebron james hands to play with it yeah just lebron james lebron um well that's that's my you got the new xbox. yeah that's it's kind of it's kind of it's hype be it's excited totally about hype. that that's cool you get you got the game pass i didn't get game pass Man, the Game Pass is good. I don't good. play enough games. Yeah. If you want anything new, that I mean, almost everything new comes out on the Game Pass now. Like, it's it's a lot of new shit that comes out on it. It's a good deal. But if you're not, okay. I mean, I I don't know. I mean, we have, Jackie likes to play old games and stuff, so she plays a bunch of older games on there. So it's been a good deal Everybody for Everybody that I play with, they all, they're all talking about the Game Pass. They it's like 15 bucks or something, and you, you get so much stuff. Like, you, if you want to fill that thing up. Huh? Fifteen a month. A yeah. month? Yeah. That's like Netflix for video games. Yeah. And it's it's got a lot of new releases what? and sorta of new releases, like stuff from the past couple of years that you might not have played, but I mean you don't like a lot of variety of games, I guess, so no. you you play like one but thing at a time. <clears throat> I just play whatever my friends are playing. Yeah. Maybe you don't need it. Well, I think it is a good deal. Maybe I don't even need the new Xbox. Just don't, yeah. Just, just call your friends. You know what? Just call your friends. That's <laughs> all you need to do. You just get around it. Just call them. That's all you got to do. 
Start a podcast what with them. What is that thing about like men? Men are so incapable of emotionally connecting with each other. They have to come up with some diversion in order to do it. Yeah, that's why they come up with podcasts. That's why we got a podcast. All right, what's up? What's your hype still out? Uh, March Madness. Um, I don't really like college basketball. I'm from uh, college football state, and but I now I live in a college basketball state. Because North Carolina is all about college basketball, and they don't give a shit about college football. I don't really care about college sports in general. Um, I my hype still out is because uh, I get excited about my bracket. I don't like this. Yeah. I don't like actual basketball. I like pro basketball, but I don't like college basketball. But uh, last year, I forgot and didn't turn my bracket in in time, or I thought I turned it in and it didn't register it. So I was real bummed um that i didn't have my my little bracket going and so this year i'm excited to fill my bracket out and maybe watch a couple games i don't know jackie likes yeah, watching start, college basketball so i just started getting those text messages hey you want to join my march madness pool no 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 i don't i'm finally okay with not even doing that <clears throat> I, I mean i'm hyped for you like i can't wait to hear about your bracket it's i i enjoy that people enjoy it yeah but like I don't even I can't I, at this point I don't even know who's good I don't I've not watched a single game of college basketball yeah. in at least five years I don't either but I just I'll just fall back on my default way of choosing which is uh which mascot I like better so I I have a well, mixture of going with paint and going you know going with who I you know the who's ranked higher and also if, if I have to break the tie I go with whichever mascot I like better I hope that you. I hope that your may your bracket last longer than Grizzles. <laughs> there, yeah, there you go. That would be great. That would make me feel good. I hope his bracket <laughs> busts real early. His bracket will bust. I always do one bracket. I got friends that do fifteen brackets. I do one bracket. It's like my fantasy football. That's- I'm in one fantasy football league. That's it. I play one bracket. I'm like, if I'm gonna pick, I don't want to pick. Why am I going to do two brackets and do the complete opposite on the other one? I believe in my picks. I'm going to go with one bracket. That's it. Yeah, I believe in my picks. I believe in my picks, man. (laughs) Badgers are better than owls. Actually, not really. I like owls better, I think. Probably go with owls. Well, I got two things to talk about, and this hype's still out. Okay. Regale me. Uh, Based off of last episode, I went and watched the suicide squad oh yeah and you were i don't remember everything you said about it but i came away from it thinking this is a lot better than that first movie yes it is much better it's still not great it's good but uh it was was fine it was fun and it was funny and it wasn't too dark and that's what i don't like about dc movies yeah too serious too dark so that was cool, and I was Good. honestly I was a little bit surprised. I was like, oh my god, this is like immediately kind of like different. Like the fact that <clears throat> you were dropped in with a whole different team that was full of actors that you didn't know were in the movie. Yeah. It's like, Pete Holmes, what are you doing? Or Pete, Pete Davidson. Pete, what's Pete? Yeah, Pete, Pete Davidson. Davidson. What's he doing in this movie, you know? Um, and that one guy's the guy from all the TikToks and stuff. And, uh, the uh, the javeliner cool. guy? You know? And so, Can you hear me? Hold on. Yeah. What's going on? Oh. Okay. Let me let me get going again. Uh, the the javelinier guy is that is that guy from TikTok. 
or YouTube that does the uh you seen the guy that's like thinks that American baseball's so weird? He's like the German guy who talks about American baseball. Mm. And then they run yeah. around the thing and they, that's him. That's that guy. Uh, oh, really? So it was a, yeah, it was a lot of uh yeah, a lot of good little and Nathan Fillion was in was one of the main one of those dudes in the beginning too. Was he the detachable man? TDK? Yeah, I think so. Man. Yeah. And then that weasel, that weasel was <laughs> creepy. Weird, dude. That was so creepy. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, that was cool. And so, <clears throat> off the back of that, I went and watched like the first five minutes of the Peacemaker TV show. He turned it off. I didn't turn it off because I didn't like it. Oh. Um, I turned it off because I went to bed. Like okay. it was just time to go to bed. So, um, so I'm. I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna jump in on that. Um, I think it's worth. I cannot believe. I cannot believe that John Cena is the type of person that allows for that performance. That is so clearly like only possible for somebody that doesn't take themselves as seriously. Yeah. Uh, you know, like I thought based on what I knew about him from his time and, you know, wrestling that he was like a very serious dude. Yeah. And he's funny. He is. He's funny and in that he's role. Willing to, he's willing to kind of embarrass himself to be funny. He is. He is the butt of the joke in a way that like the rock does comedies and stuff and he, you can make fun of him and stuff, but he ain't going to do nothing like this. Where he is the butt no, of the joke. I mean, he is a clown. He yeah, is people do not like he's him. A clown. <laughs> he's you know, a clown, yeah, sure. yeah. So but he, that he, was that, that was neat. Yeah, his and his performance just keeps getting better over that series. I finished it. It's only eight episodes. So I finished it. Really thought it was well done. It didn't wear out its welcome. Eight episodes, perfect. Most of these like comic book shows are like thirteen episodes. And like they have an ending at eight episodes, and then there's five more fucking episodes, and it's like, please, why, why are you dragging this out? Like it's 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 a neat show. It's pretty good, well done. I was uh, I was I was like I was a I was hype on like to follow up on one of your suggestions this yeah. week, and I was hyped that it like was good. Like I enjoyed it. I wasn't yeah. just like doing like I was. I started the movie based on your suggestion. And I was like, we'll see. Yeah. And then I watched the movie and I was like, the biggest standout is John Cena in this yeah. movie. And then I went and watched the first couple minutes of the TV show because I was like, yeah, I'll try this out. Yeah. I, I just didn't finish it because I think, you know, it was only like two nights ago I started it. So for me to like finish an episode of TV, it's normal for me to not be done with it yet. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Go so. back to it and watch it and see. It, it has some interesting, I wrote my review of it this week and it's like, that the Peacemaker show has some interesting things to say about masculinity, and it's all kind of encouched in this like action movie style thing. But it has a lot to say about like patriotism and blindly believing in things, um, and you know, authority versus what's right, and things like that. Um, it's it's surprisingly the what. I'll, I'll kill every. I want peace, and I'll kill everyone to <laughs> every man, woman, and child to get it. Yeah, I mean it's very satirical, but it's also like very. It's it's a lot deeper than it would seem. Uh, it's deeper than the movie is, you know, uh, with the stuff. But because um, I think they can do that with the TV show. Who was your favorite character in the Suicide Squad movie? 
Well, I, I mean, it was Peacemaker. It was Peacemaker. I like Ratcatcher. Yeah. I would like to see a show about Ratcatcher. The the girl that talks to rats. Yeah, the young girl. I thought yeah. she was an interesting character. Um, and uh, yeah, it's it's I'm, and Margot Robbie, Robbie is fantastic as Harley Quinn. Like, yeah, she's good. That's a that's a character that's like you should be tired of that character by now. Uh, it's a character that is. Uh, could just be completely annoying, and she plays it in a way that's like actually like there's some emotional depth, and you're like, wow, it's surprising that this character that's such a like that that character is a meme, and she plays it so well that it like works. So, but she's a great actress, so. and it's also like there's not a she doesn't have that much dialogue. No, but she. I don't remember where she's from, but that she does a good job of that Long Island accent. She does, yeah. She's from like Australia or something, I think. I think I think she is. Yeah, yeah. I like, think she has a, a not U.S. accent. Um, in real life, uh, yeah, she's and she does these like jokes that could just fall flat, but because of the way she delivers them, they're really funny. When she's like they're pacing, and she's like, "I am walking around," like he's telling them what they're gonna do. He's like, I'm going to go here, and I'm going to go here. And she says, I am walking around. And she's just pacing back and forth. <laughs> it was pretty good. <clears throat> yeah, it's good. I had the lowest of expectations for those things, for those two properties, the Peacemaker and the movie. And I had low expectations, and they were far exceeded like my very low expectations. So. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I have another hype still out. And, and I think some good. of this hype still – it's not that much hype still out, but – um, your uh, you know some of the hype saw is just like your ability to continue to tolerate me talking about this. <laughs> um, but, but I uh, I have a, an a, an online ticket to watch the band Goose play a live stream concert tonight. Oh, that doesn't. And, uh, the the hype still out part of it is like. How much of how much of the show is really gonna translate to the living room? Yeah. This is like and a throwback to the to the pandemic. Remember when it was everybody doing Well, so the so the, actually one of the reasons Goose has risen so quickly in the community of this space of these types of bands is because they had such a good production team during the pandemic and they've done so many live streams already. Mm -hmm. And some of them are free and some of them they charge money for. And they put a lot of content out on their YouTube mm -hmm. page. If you go to YouTube, just search goose, the band and their account will show up. You can watch a really slick. Uh, what is it? It's a, uh, I can't. The, the most recent upload is like a two-song jam that's like really good. It's from uh, I can't. Whatever. It doesn't matter. You, nobody's gonna go watch it. But um, but yeah. So I'm gonna be watching. I'm gonna be watching Goose tonight on the TV, sitting on my couch. And uh, there's a a a music writer <clears throat> who also has a podcast called IndieCast, and then he has from the vault where he reviews different doesn't review, but he discusses different dicks picks, which are like the grateful dead archivist yeah. would be able to release certain shows that he thought were especially yeah. good guys named Steven Hyden. And he just wrote and published an article on Uproxx two days ago 
the headline is Goose is America's Next Great Jam Band. Yeah. And he talks about the Grateful Dead and Fish and Goose and where they fit in that space and how, you know, how they've had this like meteoric rise. And, and it's, it's, it's an interesting situation, I think, to be in where you're watching this band take on such steam and in this kind of jam band world. There's not a lot like this anymore. Mm-hmm. You don't see a band grow and then continue to all evolve and change and continue to get better and continue to get new fans, new fans, new fans to the point where, you know, three, four years ago, they were playing 800 seat rooms and now they're selling out Radio City Music Hall and they're selling out Red Rocks and their sound is different now than it was even a year ago. And yeah. more and more people are giving them press and, and, you know, there's a really kind of a. So last night, I was all excited about it, and I I bought some more tickets to go see them again. So like I've like, yeah. <laughs> theoretically, I'm going to see them five more times this year. Wow, I'm You're going on tour. I'm convinced. I'm going on tour, baby. Yeah, I'm convinced really. that there's yeah. not going to be any more tours of theirs where they're in anything less than like a 2000 seat or 5000 seat room. Yeah. And um, so trying to get to see them in a smaller space is something that's probably only going to be possible on the rest of this tour. Yeah. From now on, they'll be bigger and bigger. So, you know, hype's still out on how many more episodes can I reference this band before you say, (laughs) David, I'm not sure we can do this podcast anymore. Can you please stop talking about Goose? Um, that's interesting. I, I Bill sent us that that headline, I think, from that article, um, too, at some point this week. Did he? Yeah, in one of those discussions uh, about Bill sent us some really good feedback fine. about over the week about the episode last week. So, um, but yeah, one of the things was he sent the he sent that headline, I think, um, to us about them I being the next I've, big I've, jam I've... band. Yeah, I mean, I like that guy Stephen Hyden, um, and I kind of expected. Like if anybody's gonna write that article, it's gonna be yeah. him. Um, but it was neat, and you know, it was a, it's a fun article. If you want to go read about this band that I'm so dick hard about, yeah, that's the article to read. It's interesting too, because uh, no offense to jam bands, but I feel like the the uh, sonic progression of a jam band is not encouraged in general. I feel like jam bands in general are like, do the same thing again. We want to see that same thing again, but do it improvised. But you know, it's like this weird like texture between like, yeah, they're doing the, they're playing it different every time, but their overall sound is kind of the, they're doing it the same way, uh, and that's what yeah. people want to go see. So they want to go see that, you know. And so like that that notion of like, well, this album's completely different from the last. You see that with other jam bands that have tried to do that and just get shit on. Like I think that Fish Hoist album was not well received when it first came out because it was such a poppy departure from their other stuff that jam band fans were like "Uh uh-uh go back to doing that other shit yeah so yeah Yeah. well and that was one of the neat things i think that hayden made mention of in his article is he was talking about like with the grateful dead a lot of their influence was like folk and bluegrass Mm -hmm. and country and then with fish it was like arena rock and funk and prog yeah and with Goose, like what's making them kind of popular right now is that the, there are a lot of those just like indie 
bands that influence mm-hmm. them a lot, like Bonnie Vare, like, you know, the lead singer of Goose will use autotune in some of his songs, which is, you know, kind of they cover Father John Misty. They'll they have a lot of EDM kind of influence in some mm-hmm. of their jams and stuff like that. And so it's it's kind of like of a time where people that are my age and a little bit younger we're listening to the same music that these guys were listening to. I mean, the oldest guy in the band is like 31, 32 years old. And then they go from 31 down to 28. So these are people that are, you know, coming up in an era of time where somebody like Bonnie Vera is like much more popular than Metallica or, you know, or whatever, you know? Um, Yeah. Um, uh, I hadn't really thought about it like that as to like, why, uh, why do I like this, this band in particular so much? Why am I so excited about this band? And it's like, Oh, cause I listen to all the same shit that they listen it's to. A, you the know? influences so cool. are the same stuff that you, yeah. like. well, are you ready to get into consuming? I'm ready. Cause this is a good transition for me. Uh, Oh yeah. That's two good segues as, in one episode. Yeah. Yeah. Let's try not to fuck it up. Um, as you did with my suggestion, I took your suggestion. And I listened to little goose this week. Oh my god! Not, not like oh my a, god! Yeah, it's a, the presses. It's it's like a gift of the magi situation. Um, you know, oh, you man. listen, you watch the Suicide Squad. I listen to Goose. Uh, I only listen to it a little bit. I'll listen to more though. I didn't hate it. Um, I I think that they have an interesting sound. They don't sound like a. It doesn't sound like widespread panic. <laughs> Which is not that's that's the jam man shit that I find boring as shit. I don't like that. And no offense. I know people love that. I don't like that sort of every single fucking thing sounds the same from widespread panic to me. Now a fan, it doesn't sound the same, but to me it sounds the same. And already in like probably the seven or eight songs I listened to, which I, I went through and listened to a couple of their covers too of stuff, different sound every time, you know, like different stuff, a little sonically different. Um, it, my impressions are like, yeah, uh, in indie rock influence, there's some arcade fire in there. Uh, you can see a d- direct jump from like arcade fires, like jammy live performances to some of this stuff. Like there's like that multi-instrumental, you know, thing, uh, and talking heads. A lot of, I, I hear a lot of talking heads and all other stuff, which I love the talking heads is one of my favorite groups of all time. So, um, so, so they have a studio album coming out. <clears throat> Uh, in June, yeah. um, I'll be sure to give you, uh, you know, a heads up about it. I'm sure we'll hear But I think that. that the, like, you can listen to the two singles from that studio album right now yeah. on Spotify or wherever you stream music. And those two songs are two songs that I'm most certain that you would be warm to as opposed to most of the other stuff that's like studio cuts out right now. Yeah. And, um, Drip Field, one of them. And, Driftfield is one of Driftfield yeah. is my favorite song that I listen to from them. So it's got an interesting yeah, so like that, uh, that that song is is great and and they debuted that song at uh, Goosemas a couple weeks ago ah. and it was it was it is it, on the message boards kind of like been pinpointed as the next turning point of the band of like where they're headed now. Yeah. It's like this this represents the fact that they've become more patient. They've become better at like listening to each other and creating mm. the space necessary to do, you know, interesting things while performing. Um, but I think that that album, which is called Dripfield, is going to be 
a very listenable studio album that does not make a fan of the band wish that it was a live version of you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like it just there's just gonna be good songs good songs yeah so yeah Driftfield and, surprisingly uh, that song seems surprisingly accessible to me um as someone that doesn't know about the and that was one of the songs in particular that i got a real uh especially on like the drums and stuff in it uh talking heads there's a little bit of like a lot of their stuff seems to have a little bit of that Afrobeat kind of stuff underneath it, um, which I like that, all that, you know, it's like, but. The, well, like, I don't, I mean, I don't know how our fans are going to respond to us <clears throat> talking on this podcast, this episode, but yeah. like, we got to be careful. We don't want people to think that we're too friendly with each other. Yeah, fuck off. Uh, Your band sucks. <laughs> Surprise, I that hated movie it. Sucks. I actually hated it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now I'll, I'll well, listen to some I more. I cannot believe it. I'll listen to some I, more. I, I can't believe that I went and took one of your recommendations, and you went and took one of mine in the same week. And it, either one of us took the other person's recommendation within a week. I tell you, it's a gift of the magi situation. Totally, finally, gift of the magi. finally, we have it. This is the savor the flavor because I'm yeah. gonna recommend some stuff to you, and you ain't gonna you ain't gonna consume it for two years. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, I, I've got a back burner of stuff that I've. I, I, now I can't. I'm not going to listen to anything you recommend for a long time. Um, I. The well, funny I thing think is, all you need to do is listen to Goose. Yeah. As I get older, I really like. Uh, I've been. I've gotten into psychedelic rock from the '60s and stuff. Um, and not just the mainstream stuff, but like some of the more esoteric stuff. And there's a lot of that. I in, thought you were going to say not just because I'm. I've started. At forty years old, taking LSD, but <laughs> not taking I'm LSD. In music. <laughs> That's not true. I'm not taking LSD. <laughs> it's nothing to do with that. Um, no, I just I've kind of like gotten more into that stuff. So I'm like I'm wondering why. What part of me doesn't like jam bands? Because there's a you know obviously there's a connection to that stuff. Because uh, you're not taking LSD. <laughs> I guess so. I like, but I like that heady weird shit from the psychedelic stuff and you know and i don't know but whatever who knows i'll send me a send me a link of one of them bands you're listening to this week and i'll all right <laughs> i mean fish was my number one artist last year was it was it <laughs> on accident <laughs> on my spotify it was like number two it's just dancing around the room, bouncing around the room. That one song. Yeah, that was the song that got me into them in high school. So, yuck. Before <laughs> now, once more, I'm bouncing around the room. That's a great song. That it is a great bomb. song, and fish songs. Fish fans hate that song. I think because <laughs> it's black. too good. Because it's too good and too short. It's like eleven minutes it's long. Too, it's it's too accessible. Long. Yeah. It's like, yeah. oh, yeah. everybody loves this. I was I was reading some goose message boards last night and they were dogging fish fans so bad they were like oh man fish fans hate everybody else's music but they also hate fish <laughs> yeah, that's true. Never, never doing what they wanted to do yeah. it's like an actual good fish song comes out and they're like this makes it harder for me to gatekeep get it out of here <laughs> clown ass what you 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 want to know what I've been consuming? Yeah, sure. I went to see the Batman. Oh, I haven't seen it yet, so no spoilers. Did you enjoy it? Yeah, I wasn't going to spoil it. I will tell you that I enjoyed it. <clears throat> I do not want to overhype it. Mm-hmm. Um, 
it's a it's a new Batman movie. I think there were parts of it um, that I thought were like I was really happy that it was done the way it was done. Yeah, yeah. I think it's both contemporary and a little bit of a return to form for yeah. the character itself. Um, I think Robert Pattinson's a good actor. Yeah. And I have since, you know, anything after Twilight. Like, of course, yeah. I hated on him in Twilight because it was fun to make fun of Twilight at the time. Um, but uh, now he's really come a long way in his career. And so that was cool. Um, I was surprised several times. Yeah. It is. It, it is. It is long. Yeah. Um, I've, I've heard that. I've heard it's a little too long. It's a little too long, but you know, at the very end, I was like, well, I, I 15 minutes at least could be cut from this movie, but I don't know where I would cut them from. Mm. It didn't feel long until the final scene. Yeah. Mitchell from the oatmeal conspiracy, uh, super fan himself. Uh, he said that he thought that that he thought that the finale could have been edited a little bit shorter. Um, but yeah. Yeah, that he, was it. He didn't that spoil was it. anything. But. Like the the very last <laughs> scene, I was like, I don't really need this scene. Yeah. Like, but I wasn't mad at it. I, I, it was good. Um, I recommend going to see it in the movie theater. Yeah. Um, and then if you do go see it, we could talk about it a little bit more in depth. I know there's a couple of our listeners that have watched it, and yeah, I'm, I would Matt like to it. try to go see it this week, maybe or something. So. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. What else are you consuming? Nothing else other than Goose and Batman, uh, and but Goose and DC movies. That's it. The OC. I'm ready. <laughs> Hold on, I got a couple more things that I've been consuming. Oh, oh, cool, yeah. Cool, if you cool. got time. Uh, so yeah. uh, we've been watching Mad Men, and uh, Jackie's because mm-hmm. it's Jackie's first time watching it. My second time. I probably have watched it another time before too. Holding up, really good. Uh. That's that first season sets tees it all up for it to. It's kind of surprising that it it was so well received in its first season because it is there's a lot of vile shit in that first season, and that but that that all that vile shit sets up the character growth of the other seasons, you know. And now having watched it once, I know I know that. Um, yeah. Just seeing these characters, and you're like, man, I hate these characters right now, but I know that I start to like them at some point and so another ones that I like I, I don't like as much later um but anyway yeah show's still good uh I recommend re-watching if you haven't watched it in a while uh it's man it, as far as like shows that you could write a million different think pieces on like there's so many things you could write about uh with that show and I'm sure it's already been done um but uh that and then uh my friend uh speaking of Mad Men I I I reconnected with my friend uh, Melissa from high school, and she and I used to discuss Mad Men back when we were watching it the first time. And uh, we want to talk about other shows like Walking Dead and stuff like that. And um, she, she, we were on the newspaper together in high school. Uh, she was like the editor, and she went on to be a, a journalist. And so I like appreciate her perspective on shows and stuff. And uh, I messaged her was like, "Hey, Jackie and I are watching Mad Men." And she's like, I'm rewatching Six Feet Under, so you need to watch that. And I was like, Yeah, I've never watched Six Feet Under before. And so I started watching Six Feet Under this week. Um, and I'm like three episodes in. And yes, it's good. 
I'm enjoying it so far. I've always it's one of those ones where everybody in my life has said you got to watch Six Feet Under. It's great. Uh, I think it I think it was uh, ahead of its time in a lot of ways. Like I think it would be a lot held in a lot more esteem now from more of the populace if it was released now than if it was it was it was just super ahead of its time. It seems like to me. But um, watching that on HBO, did you watch that? You know who you know who loves both of those shows, and I think he would probably put those two shows in his top five hey. of all time is Ryan Cox. Oh yeah. I could see him liking both <clears throat> of those shows. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. He, uh, he <laughs> yeah. Um, I've never watched six feet under, but I did go watch the series finale of six feet under mm-hmm. because I was, I mean, this is like, I don't know, t- eight, 10 years ago. I was reading this like, series finales ranked list and 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 six feet under was number one yeah it's it's supposedly i don't know anything about the finale because i'm trying not to spoil it but it's supposedly one of the greatest finales of all time um yeah i what they did had not been done before and it has since been done again Mm -hmm. um but it was it was i think it was the first time anybody had seen a series finale handled like that um I, it's neither here nor there. I, yeah. You know, that's not really a spoiler, and I'm, I don't think we'll talk about it again until you're done with it. But yeah, I'm, I may check that out. I once I get done with the Peacemaker, you know yeah, finish Peacemaker, and then uh, yeah, it's it's I'm I'm watching it slowly. Uh, I like the characters. That one actor I can't remember what his name is, but he was on Sports Night, which I was a big fan of. Um, that yeah. was a a very not well known sitcom drama dramedy from the '90s, I think. It would be in the yeah, 90s. Aaron Sorkin's Aaron, first show, right? That was his first show, wasn't it? Aaron Sorkin's first show, yeah. and it's like a it was a walk and talk uh, parody of Sports Center, not parody, but like it was thinly veiled. It was supposed to be Sports Center, and it's like about these like two young personalities and how they interact. And he's one of the the main characters in that show, so I was kind of excited to see him again. He's a good actor. Um, so yeah, doing that. And then uh oh my last thing was uh I've been watching I watched Jimmy O. Yang's stand up. Do you know who Jimmy O. Yang is? Did you I watch don't think so. did you watch Silicon Valley? Yeah. Oh, he's the landlord that steals the house from Bachman. Yes, he is. Um yeah. and he, he has a special on Amazon. Uh it's his most recent one. I think it came out a couple months ago. And uh man, it's really funny. He's he's really funny i like i like the way he his delivery uh it, it, it you could tell he's like working on material so it's like not perfect but uh it's it's pretty good so it's a good quick stand-up watch if you haven't if you haven't exposed this stuff and i watched a lot of his clips on youtube as i do with stand-up com- comedians that i'm just getting into um i didn't even know he had specials or anything and i was watching a bunch of youtube clips of him doing stuff he's pretty funny um I've seen some of his YouTube clips yeah. of him doing stand-up. I'm, I'm, I'm going to make an admission. Sure. Because if it, I can file it under consuming. So I never watched Seinfeld beginning to end. Okay. My history with Seinfeld was I did when it first came out. I watched on like live on HBO <clears throat> as a child. I'm telling you for the last time which was his special where he retired all of his best material. Yeah. And <clears throat> I was a kid, so I thought it was funny. Yeah. And then I didn't watch the Seinfeld show, and then I watched Curb Your Enthusiasm 
and I really enjoyed it enough that I was like, oh, maybe I'll give Seinfeld a shot because if it's just like this, then I'll, I'll enjoy it. But that was about the same time that Comedians and Cars Getting Coffee came out. Mm-hmm. And so I watched that instead. Yeah. And, ever, and then I watched his, some of his stand-up stuff that he had done recently, and I was like, I, he's, I don't think Jerry Seinfeld's that funny. And I don't. I was scared to tell anybody that I felt that way yeah. because he enjoys such a you know popular reputation. And then I've started going back and watching Seinfeld as I'm falling asleep. Yeah. And I think the show's pretty funny. You know, it's got its problems. It's of an era. Yeah. Um, Did you watch? So there's some... Have you started it from the the beginning? Yeah, I'm on yeah. season four now. We actually watched, Jackie kind of wants to watch it, but just like every so often. And so we started it, we watched the pilot, uh, the first episode. And that first episode is awful. It is not funny at all. And I guess historically (laughs) it has been accepted that it's not funny. Like they thought they were going to get canceled because it was so unfunny. It is like, I've watched it and at the end of it I was like, wow, there was nothing funny at all in that episode. Uh, It was terrible, so... But yeah, I do really like the rest of the show. By season three. You what? Yeah. They I think they hit their stride by about season three. Yeah, I, I, I it's been so long since I watched it, but it's always been one of those things where like, yeah, I like Seinfeld. But watching that pilot yeah. made me go, Maybe I don't like this. But I think that well, it, so, I think it's hard to judge it on that. <clears throat> yeah, it's hard. I, there's even a moment where they step off the stage in the pilot episode. Yeah. Where they're like in the the little movie rental place and yeah. you can see that they step yeah. off of the stage. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, but so I, the other night I went and put on, so I'm telling you for the last time because it's on Netflix, that special is on Netflix. And I don't know. I, I think I'll go it and say, I think it's funny. Mm -hmm. It's been so, uh, kind of like, uh, people have done impressions of Jerry Seinfeld for so long that a lot of the style that he developed has been clowns so much that it's easy to be like or it's like it's hard to remember that he was the first one kind of like phrasing in Mm -hmm. the way that he phrased and but it was still like i was like chuckling the whole i was like but some of it was maybe like nostalgia of like oh man these old jokes were so good like his airplane bit about and then like as you're a kid everything's up wait up hold up and then as a parent everything's down slow down calm down you know it's like those are some classic fucking bits in there. Um, it's like watching like Dave Chappelle's Killing Him Softly. Like that, yeah. I haven't watched it in probably five years, but I know every time I watch it, I I lose my shit. It's still funny to me. It's still you know, regardless of whatever reputation Dave Chappelle may have by now, that that yep. that special was a, a career defining special. special. Yeah, incredible. Yeah, um, Seinfeld suffers from. He was uh, he was the first. It seems so weird now, but he was like the first to do that type of like observational comedy in that way, and it's become yeah. such a cliche. But it's like, yeah, he's not as funny now. But you got to understand, back then he was hilarious because we never experienced that before. And then everybody stole from him and did their like a whole generation of comedians came up and did his style. Some of them perhaps better, and then there was a backlash to that style, which makes fun of it. And so we're like three stages removed from the genius of how that early Seinfeld stuff was. 
Um, and so it it is, and and yeah, his best jokes still hold up. It's just like his whole body of work doesn't seem as impactful now because it was so impactful when it came out, you know. Um, but yeah, and I guess I I I also mm. kind of admire him for his ease of celebrity. How like from watching comedians and cars getting coffee, like people will stop and take pictures of them. And sometimes the, the celebrity that he's with is like, Oh, doesn't that get on your nerves? And he's like, no, I don't care. Yeah. He's like, I don't, I don't care. They want a picture of me. Fine. Let them take a picture. And they're like, well, isn't that kind of an invasion of privacy? He's like, I'm a celebrity. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like, yeah. I don't have, you know, like, I don't know. He just seems a lot. Uh, he, he seems pretty comfortable with himself which is rare for the people that I tend to like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess. And so I admire that part of him where I've, he just seems like not flustered by maintaining any kind of face. Yeah. And I mean, he did Seinfeld and then he just kind of dropped off and did the things he wants to do. And he falls away. He, used to, he disappears for a while and he comes back and he like does his own shit. You yeah. Know? Like he yeah. seems to like, enjoy a certain, like, I guess when you're that level of fame, but not like, Michael Jackson level of fame or something like it's like he can kind of manage it's he can live in the real world but he still doesn't hate that people like seeing him you know so yeah it's a good balance it's what anyway, I aspire to so yeah show, I watched so, I, yeah. I, I've been watching him I'm telling you for the last time <clears throat> yeah I have to go back and check that out yeah it's um, on Netflix there you go well you ready for this uh hey, if you're not a if you're not watching the OC, get the fuck out. Welcome to the OC, bitch. Uh, we're back on OC Talk. We're still on season two of the OC. This is episode 11, The Second Chance. Oh, you're gone. Are you there? Oh, yeah, I'm here. I don't see your... There you go. Oh, it's reloading. Uh, Yeah, so this episode... Uh, This episode... Before you get into the yeah. recap, tell you, I hope you're about to tell me just your general impression. Yes. This episode, the last episode we reviewed was a mess of like kind of blah storylines that didn't. This doubled down on that mess. They were like, nope. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. They were like, yeah. this episode was like, nope, you're going to follow these storylines. We don't care that you don't like it. Here it is. Shove it down your throat. Um, so I, I didn't take a single note yeah. until halfway through the episode. I took two notes, and then my third note was kind of uneventful, question mark? Yeah. But then the second, like the final third of the episode was definitely eventful. Yeah. Like right as I said, I wrote kind of uneventful, we had the dinner scene, which I'm sure you're yeah. going to recap for right, us, yeah. so like whatever. But, um, you know, so my even my notes, I mean, I've got <clears throat> seven notes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I didn't have a lot on this. I granted, I watched this like weeks ago when we were going to do the episode and then we didn't do it. Um, so I kind of, I went back and refreshed last night and just fast forwarded through it. Uh, so I may uh -huh. miss a little bit, but the, I'm going to just go over the, the, the general storylines very quickly. Yeah. Uh, we have Seth and Summer, uh, they're interacting with this comic book thing. There's a will they, won't they, they're reconnecting, they're rekindling something, but they don't want to. Because they don't want to be disrespectful of each other's, I mean, Summers, whatever his name is, not Luke. So there's that tension between them, uh, which I guess that plays in the, is it a second chance? Um, 
going on the episode title. Uh, then we have Caleb and Lindsay uh, that we're still trying to force them to reconcile as father and son. Ryan's involved in that as Lindsay's significant other, but also Caleb hates him. Caleb hates him also, not to get off track, but Caleb hates Ryan in these two episodes in a way that's like, I thought you were over this. Like, you're suddenly mad at Ryan again? Like, I feel like you're like, what do, what do you fucking care at this point? Um, and then we have Sandy dealing with his, uh, his ex-lover trying to get her out of prison or trying to get her she's a fugitive and he's trying to clear her name and he hasn't told uh what's her name i can't remember kirsten Kirsten yet about her uh and then we have this fucking bullshit they have just at this point they're just like fuck marissa cooper just fucking just give her the shittiest plot lines impossible marissa's struggling with this not relationship with olivia is it olivia wilde olivia wilde's character uh, and which seems completely forced and not real, and it's there's continuing to just be like, oh, she's Marissa likes her, ooh, she likes her. It's she's she she's conflicted, but Marissa like doesn't interact with hardly anybody in this episode except for Olivia Wilde and a little bit with Summer. But they've just put Marissa out on an island. They're like, hey, you're over here. So, um, yeah, that's the storylines. We can go into the more details uh, now. So, I, Okay, just a couple of notes. Oh, I, let, me, let me say, there is, with the Caleb storyline with Lindsay, there is this whole, uh, they didn't go to dinner, or they went to dinner and Caleb left, and then uh, Kirsten sets up this new dinner for them to reconcile, and it doesn't go well, and Caleb has a heart attack because he gets in a fight well, with Ryan. Um, yeah. So, so and and earlier you said they're trying to rekindle this father son relationship, but like Lindsay's a daughter. I, I mean, I don't a, want to gender. A, I didn't mean, yeah, it was sorry. just a slip of the tongue. Yeah. I just got worried because some people were probably going to listen to this section of the episode and then note that I didn't catch that from you <laughs> and then suggest that I'm not actually listening to you, but I am. No, I I'm, I was thinking about Ryan uh, getting clashing with Caleb and. Uh, yeah, that, right. So was, that's why I messed up. So sorry. So everybody. when Kirsten comes to Lindsay's house to pick her up to take her to dinner, yeah, Lindsay is playing the oboe. Yeah. Oh, uh, by the way, I play the oboe. Oh, it's Caleb's favorite instrument. He loves Brahms. Oh, he loves the harpsichord. Oh yeah, bring it. <laughs> we'll put it in the car. Bring it over. Oh, are you playing Brahms? You just happen to be playing Brahms. That's Caleb's favorite. Oh, and then they, and they, oh, did you know that Lindsay plays the oboe? Does she play Brahms? Yes, she was just playing it five minutes ago when I picked her up. Yeah. They don't have music in Chino. (laughs) Um, I have a question for you. Yeah. Do you think that Marissa knows what CBGB is? No, definitely not. She's wearing a CBGB shirt. Uh, she, it's yeah. Alex's shirt. Yeah, she which makes Alex's shirt. Alex is, the, and the question we we have to make I, Alex this. Alex is a hard rocker, so she got a CBGB shirt. Like that's she's the a other rocker. question I have for you is whether or not Alex even knows what CBGB no. is. Alex is is not a real character. The rest of these episodes, the characters on this show are real. Alex is some figment of some writer's imagination of what a what a girl who was super into rock and was cool was she's not cool 
She's not really into his music. She has fake tattoos. She's also, what, fucking 12 and runs a fucking music venue? All right, well, I'm going to go ahead and skip ahead to that. I wrote the least, in all caps, the least realistic thing about the OC, which is a show where many fantastical things have happened, Yeah, right? Mm -hmm. We had a young man burn down a spec home. Yeah. We had a, a, a... We had a woman in a divorce having sex with her daughter's ex-boyfriend. Yeah. We've had a party every week, which is a fundraiser. We had Tate Donovan stealing millions of dollars and never going to jail. And and these things are all things that are somewhat, are believable and some scrap of it is believable. Okay, it could happen. Okay. Yeah. The least realistic thing about the OC is the fucking bait shop. Yeah. When that woman was, I don't know, I hope you know who it is that was performing the concert. Yeah, Rachel Yam- Yamagata. Rachel Yamagata, who was popular around that time, and she's kind of fallen off a little bit now. I'm sure there's still, yeah, I, sorry, Rachel Yamagata fans. She was she was performing, and it was well-spaced. It was poorly attended. There were polite, uh, the, 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 the <clears throat> polite teenagers drinking out of like clear solo cups, just like kind of standing there and enjoying yeah. the music. I was like, this place would not be open for two months. No, because they don't sell alcohol. <laughs> they have a bar. They have a soda bar. <laughs> it's like, it's like, what does nobody knows how how a fucking music venue is run? Like, it's run by a 17-year-old on a pier in the OC. That <laughs> yeah. rent has to be sky high. Well, and uh, not, booking, not to mention the... It, yeah, go ahead. Go they're ahead. booking Modest Mouse for an underage bar on the pier <laughs> in the OC. This is not real life. How much are those tickets, you think? How much do you think they paid to see Modest Mouse? $10? They got a... They got a well, they no, because they ain't selling alcohol, so the tickets are $532 <laughs> with tax. Yeah, sorry. We got to make... We got to pay this rent. Not to mention <laughs> that the, 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 the uppity... The muckety mucks in, uh, in the, the... In Newport beach would not allow a, a venue like that to sully their pier you know managed by know. a 17 year old <laughs> again we say it again she's 17 like she how did she she's get the to job turn it into the cbgb of newport beach <laughs> but how did she get the job who who did they how how difficult was it for them to find a manager that they had to get one who was still in high school what is yeah it is it is the most i mean i I do love the bait shop in that it has allowed for some great musical moments on the show but uh it is of course unrealistic i I love the show i love the oc and i need the bait shop there to know who was popular at the time playing music yeah i I really think that alex is the, the the if alex wasn't the manager i would believe a lot more of the ship (laughs) <laughs> and I don't like her character. I feel like, she, and I, I, I've liked her, that actress and other things, but I feel like she's completely flat in this. Just doesn't, her acting is completely flat. And it's just like the character's like, yeah, I'm emancipated from my parents. And, you know, and now I run a bait shop and like, what, what? She came over, she came <clears throat> over to Seth's house to bring him that drawing. He gave her a fresh Mountain Dew out of the refrigerator. She took one sip of it while they were talking, and then she left, and she didn't take the Mountain Dew with her. Yeah, why didn't you take the Mountain Dew with you? 
Just what, take it for the what drive a TV, back. You what know, a TV drive. show thing to do. You got to drive to your apartment. Oh. Just take, just put, you get that Jeep Wrangler's got a cup holder in it. Yeah. <laughs> so how does she affording a Jeep Wrangler on like the, on her bait shop salary? Like, well, look, know. if the bait shop can afford rent on the fucking Newport I guess Pier, so. I'm sure they can pay her car note. Yeah. Also, I didn't bring that up in the recap, but like, did we need to have a Seth and her rec- uh, come to, you know, understand each other meeting again? I thought we've already done that seven times. I guess like, each of us was just getting us ready for the next thing. Yeah. Like, what? Number one, I didn't believe your relationship at all anyway, because you're not a real person. You're not a real character. That's like that's like Seth's version of the Joker where like he's created her in his mind the whole time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a better explanation. It doesn't explain why Marissa's seeing this this apparition. No, movie. no, it doesn't yeah. at all. But can yeah. we just if we just put that to yeah. the side, we've got an alternate universe going on here. Um yeah. uh, let me ask you this. When was the last time you had fondue? <laughs> it's been a while. I, I can't remember. I actually it was before the pandemic. It's probably been three years. We have a really good indie fondue place here. It's a very tiny. God damn it. It's not. <laughs> what, what, what is it? When they use cheese, you ain't never heard. <laughs> no, nah, it's it's just not the big chain. What's that? The melting pot is the big chain. Yeah. The the Olive Garden yeah. of fondue. It's an independent place, and it's very small, and it's like charming in a way that the melting pot is not. But yeah, we we went there one time, but uh, yeah, three years ago probably. So, Kirsten, I love this dinner; it's delicious. Dad, it's fondue. He's like, "This is the greatest thing you've ever cooked, Kirsten." And he, she's like, "It's fondue." I'm like, "It's Caleb. Is did he hit his head at some point in time? Is he an idiot?" Like, she didn't cook this. All I've ever, for me, people that make fondue at their homes, yeah, I just <laughs> assume that they're the type of people to have key parties. <laughs> like that just to me yeah. fondue and key parties are like the same thing well fondue and key parties rose to prominence in the 70s i'd say so i think they're very 70s yeah. thing they're dated to that we never did fondue we had like a fondue pot at my house but we never used it because my mom was afraid of what a mess it would make she it's was afraid mess. people would start throwing their keys in um, that bowl. yeah well maybe so yeah it's gonna make a mess We'll have to clean the fondue pot. I'm like, yeah, that's you know, you clean your dishes. Like, why is it that that's, big of a deal? To like, is. That's, yeah, yeah, but cheese is sticky. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I think I, I, my last, well, I got two more notes. Ryan giving Caleb a heart attack. Who's scared to fight Ryan so bad he gets a heart attack? <laughs> oh, oh, ah, he does the Fred Sanford. Like, I'm coming home. <laughs> yeah. I, I, so I have a bone to pick with this. Uh, go on with your notes. We'll, we'll get back to that. No, I mean, all my other notes is like, I can't remember. I can't remember the last episode we ended on such a cliffhanger, which like made up for a lot of my distaste in the episode. I was like, yeah. oh, 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 and I wanted to watch the next one straight away. Yeah, the, the, the episode the, ends. And I got to be honest with you. The funny thing about this is, I don't remember what the cliffhanger. Oh, I, now I remember what the cliffhanger yeah, is. Is so. Kirsten goes to drop off some stuff at Sandy's office and meets Rebecca. Yeah, Kirsten shows up at Sandy's office and surprise, the love of Sandy's life before Kirsten is there, 
And she thought was dead, and Sandy had not been honest with yes. her, but he was uh, alleging that it was for her best interest so that she's not an accomplice. Which Sandy has, yeah, which seems very contrived. Like, just tell her the truth. Why didn't you tell her the truth, Sandy? Like, and, yeah, and also it's very contrived of, like, Kirsten's reason for going to the office. I'm going to go spruce up his office. What? Yeah, I'm going to be, a, she's coming back from the grocery store, going to be a couple minutes late. Like, just, can we just have dinner, please? Yeah, why, why are you stopping by to spruce up his office? How many hours is that going to take? Oh, I'm just gonna go spruce it up. What are you putting up a Christmas tree? What? Why? Why are you sprucing it up? It's like, oh, you just need a reason to go there so you can run into Rebecca. Um, there's some lazy writing in this episode for sure. Um, I want to go back to Caleb and Lindsay. I feel like yeah. I feel like we're abusing Lindsay at this point. Like we keep forcing her to interact with this man who is her father, who doesn't want anything to do with her, and it just keeps reopening old wounds. But all of a sudden, when he has a heart attack, he's like, "I want to be, I want to be your dog, blah blah." And she's like, "Second chance." It's the second chance, and then she's like, "You know what? Yeah, Ryan, we can't see each other because this shitty man who doesn't want to be my father, my, I think he's changed. He's changed. Like he hasn't changed. What are you talking about? Like how convenient that he has changed just because he had a mild heart attack. Like he's changed. So Ryan and I can't be together anymore. Like what?" Yeah, personally, I was like, oh, this is tough. This is going to be... I forgot how Lindsay and, and Ryan ended, Yeah, but surely this is going to cause the problems that become irreconcilable. Yeah. They're taking a break right yeah. now. I, I, Lindsay's character seems kind of forced, too, and I don't... I think that... I think that actress deserved better. <laughs> She's good in the role, but it's... uh, Yeah, I just don't... That storyline is just like, man... What's what's going on here? So, but anyway, yeah, that's. I I can't I, wait for the next episode. Yeah, I know. Well, it's actually something is like, oh, something's gonna happen. Um, I hope they fight. I can't remember what happens, but I hope, I hope Kirsten Dexter. <laughs> I don't think I don't think we're gonna see a fight. Uh, quick, I didn't have any trivia about this other than yeah, Rachel Yamagata plays in the episode. That was the only trivia listed. Uh, the music was unremarkable in this episode too. Um, that song that Rachel Yamagata plays is what's good. Yeah, can't remember what it's called. Uh, the only thing I wrote down was there's, and I don't remember what song. I don't remember when it played, but there was a song called "The Bully" by Sia, r- written by Sia and Beck. And I think is this the second time that Sia has come up on this soundtrack? I think we talked about this before. I didn't realize Sia was around back. During this time, I thought Sia was a more recent recording artist, Same. so I guess she's been around Same. a lot longer than I thought. But yeah, anyway, well, that a was lot of people are songwriters for a while. Yeah, I think I think she did a lot of songwriting, but this was a performance from her, so I don't know. Maybe she just maybe she did stuff for specifically for TV and shows and stuff for a while or something. I don't know. Sia fans, chime in. Jake, you're probably a big Sia fan. Seems like he would like Sia. I bet Jake. <laughs> I bet there's He's a, not gonna get to this part of the episode. I bet there's a fifty-fifty chance Jake has seen C alive. Like the best she's really good live. She's really good live. <laughs> the best what? The way her wig. Yeah, the way her, her wig, wig covers wig. her face. Yeah. I love it. No, I'm saying the best dig of the entire episode is buried at the very end of it, and he won't even make it. Jake, Jake's a CF fan. 
I guarantee if I said, hey, Jake, do you like Sia? Yeah, she's great. I saw her live once. It was great. It was really awesome. I went by myself. My wife didn't want to go. <laughs> she said it's weird how much I like her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'm pulling, I'm pulling up the, the Instagram group. Yeah, I'm do it right now. Right now. <laughs> Anyway, tell them, yeah. tell them where to find us. So, uh, we'll wrap this thing up. You can find us on our shitty website, uh, IOLTOS.com. You can email us. I don't like their old stuff at gmail.com. And uh, you can find us on Spotify and uh, Apple. I guess Apple Music or whatever. Wherever you find podcasts, you might be able to find us there. Uh, and, uh, yeah, get you some batch ants. And uh, remember that 10% off code, cx dam 10 and or you can go to Whole Foods and get it. And if you just scream that coupon code at the Whole Foods employees, uh, they might give you a discount. Um, and I guess that's it. We out. See you next time. Have a good night.